Welcome to the Wise Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Leroy. This is the first informative segment hosted by myself. I'm usually interviewing people, so this is different. And uh, the projects and the, the process is evolving, and I'm just trying out some new things, so I'm excited. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, these will be posted on a YouTube channel that I'm creating. The audio files will be posted to the to Spotify and published on Spotify so you can listen to the podcast. Um, so we're hitting multiple platforms, and uh, it's exciting, exciting. Today, I want to talk about sleep hygiene. And I feel like the best way to get into this is to just share a personal experience of mine which is working to improve my own sleep over time. And it all started when I wanted to I wanted to improve my sleep because I'm always thinking about how to improve health and wellness. How to feel better, how to be more productive, how to get more not like get more energy, but how to use the the energy that we have, how to get the most out of it, how to maximize our productivity and potential. And sleep was a big one for me. Sleep was one that I just knew this is this is not good. When it's not consistent, when I'm not getting a certain amount, when I'm when it gets disrupted for for multiple reasons which go into it impacts the next day. And how does it impact your day? Well, what happens if you wake up really late and you knew that you wanted to do things and you don't get them done? That's a problem. You wake up late, you knew you had things that you wanted to do, you didn't get it done, and then you also have work. So it's not even a matter of... I think that just goes to show that it's all about the timing, the timing of things. And... You know, then you might say to yourself, well, I'm going to do that thing when I get home from work. And then you get home from work and you're tired and and then all you want to do is go to sleep and rinse and repeat. Right. So that's one way of thinking about it. And, you know, how could the thought was, how can I improve? How can I improve my sleep? How can I how can I start to chip away at, at, at getting better at just getting the right amount of sleep? Uh, reducing interruptions and um, right so it it becomes this this idea of quantity and quality and so the first thing was how much sleep do I just need really right like it was more so quantity at first is what what does my body need how do you figure that out and the one way that I figured that out was start begin not setting an alarm and that's really difficult to do in this day and age if you need that alarm to get up for work but I made it possible to begin experimenting with that and what I came to find is on the on average I need anywhere from seven and a half to eight hours of sleep and I know this because I didn't set an alarm and I would naturally wake up at that time and I made it a point to not go back to sleep. I made it a point to get out of bed and just go on 
with my day, right? And and interestingly enough, I, I, I don't need an alarm now because I know how much sleep I need on average, and I know that when I go to bed at a particular time, I know exactly roughly between seven and a half, eight hours when I'm going to wake up. And so I would encourage anyone to to do that. I think I think you'll really gain an appreciation for understanding yourself without relying on something like an alarm. Although alarms can be incredibly helpful um, if we need to wake up earlier for any reason and we need to cut our sleep short. Um, you can do that, and sometimes, obviously, we need to do that if it's for work, if it's for a trip. Um, we're going to have to make sacrifices here and there. We're always making sacrifices. So, um, But just again, just to kind of just talking strictly about maybe our optimal health and wellness in terms of sleep hygiene is no alarm. Figure it out. Figure it out. Your body knows. Your body knows. You'll get the sleep, and then when you wake up, um, when your eyes open and you know, okay, that's the end of that last cycle, I suppose, and my eyes are awake to the point where I'm actually, I'm pretty conscious again. I'm awake. I'm ready to get my day started. Don't go back to sleep. Don't get up. Your body's telling you. Your body's sending you the signals. And so, anyway, I've, I've been working on this over time with periods of intense focus and, and making micro-adjustments here and there. But it wasn't until recently that I came across a book that gave me more. It, it, it's providing me with science and knowledge and tools to uh, continue making additional micro-adjustments along the way to improve my sleep, which will you know, improve my health and wellness. And so I want to share that with you today. I want to talk to you about the book that I came across um, and what what it means for improving our sleep hygiene. So the book is called The Power of When, and there's a subtitle. It's Discover Your Chronotype, and then it just goes along. It's a really long title. It says, you know, Discover Your Chronotype, Know When to Do This, When to Do That. And there's a lot of things that it's saying that you should do that are optimal, that, that align with your chronotype. And what is a chronotype? What, do you, what, do you, what is this chronotype that we're discovering? And traditionally, I think we had, you know, like a, a lark, a hummingbird, and a night owl. And the lark woke up really early, and the night owls stay up at, late at night, and the hummingbird's kind of like this in-between. Well, now science has come up with these chronotypes. And there's four of them. There's four chronotypes, right? One is a bear. One is a dolphin, one is a lion, and one is a wolf. And I'm just going to briefly go into this because there's a lot here, and this is going to be multiple recordings talking about sleep hygiene. But basically, if you go take the quiz, thepowerofwhenquiz.com, you can discover your chronotype through a questionnaire, through an assessment. And when you discover which chronotype you are, one of the four, you will have a better understanding of how your biology operates and your physiology. And we're going to go into a little bit of that. And I'm no expert in this area, but this is the additional information that I now have to layer on top of 
those improvements that and micro adjustments that I was already making in my own life, like 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 understanding how much time I actually need, you know, how much sleep I actually need, the quantity, the amount, the hours, which was between seven and a half and eight. I did that intuitively. I knew that that, or I hypothesized that it may be the case that I can go to sleep and just wake up naturally and that if I continue to do that, maybe there's a pattern there. Maybe there's some consistency that I wasn't aware of because my sleep schedule was all over the place, right? And so basically these chronotypes are going to inform you kind of around how much sleep you should need. So the bear, for instance, most people are bears. And society seems to operate on a bear schedule because most of us are bears. And a little tidbit of information about the bear is that they rise and fall with the sun. Now, this is different than a lion because the bear, although it rises with the sun, it doesn't wake up with the sun bursting with energy. It's a very gradual, like I, I, I wake up at, let's say I woke up at 9 a.m. today. I don't hop out of bed. And my energy is not at, you know, this high level where I'm ready to get it done. No, I'm a bear, so I'm waking up slow, a little groggy, and just kind of like, okay, what can I do? How can I get my day started? But in a very slow kind of way, you know, as my mind starts to to start up, starts to fire on all cylinders, like even it's, know it's going to take a while, so I don't want to do anything too too mentally challenging at the moment. I'm not, I'm personally, I'm not really ready to read right when I wake up. And so the bear just takes a little while to get there, right? To get the day going. And the bear kind of, as you're rising with the sun, you mid-afternoon, you hit, you hit your peak. Where the lion hits the peak right away, um... The bear hits it mid-afternoon, starts to dip a little bit. The bears have this this midday dip, which is, it's natural. And I want to stop here for a second because this is something that I never knew, and thus I want to share this information because if I didn't know it, it's possible that other people don't know it. And this is where the science really helped me understand that it's okay to feel a little tired in the middle of the day especially if you're a bear. And there's a few reasons for that. But first I want to share that when I didn't have this book, when I didn't have this the, the knowledge, the scientific knowledge and the understanding of what's actually happening in my body, I actually thought that there was something wrong with me. And so that was a problem because if I'm always tired in the middle of the day and I'm hitting this boom, like I'm... I was trying to create causal relationships, but with all the wrong thing. Oh, it must have been the food. So it was almost like there have been times where I've, you know, I'm not eating as much. I was experimenting with intermittent fasting to the point where it's questionable if I was starving myself in some cases because I was trying to experiment with if I don't eat as much, Maybe my digestion's not working properly. Maybe I'm eating too much. Maybe I'm eating the wrong things. So maybe by fasting a little bit, I can avoid that and I can um, 
I can get through that midday hump and feel the way that I want to feel when it's actually the other way around. It's it's normal to feel that midday dip and there and you and you don't need to fast. You like maybe the eating could could change. That's a micro adjustment when you start figuring out your your chronotype and and um you start making changes. But first and foremost, just knowing that all most people are experiencing the midday dip, I would say maybe it, it, it's different from individual to individual with how intense it feels. Mine feels uh, pretty intense at times, and I know when it comes on now, and I now know with the science and the literature that it's okay. If anything, embrace the dip. It's a part of who you are. It's a part of your biology, a part of your, a part of your physiology. So when your body feels this intense urge to really just rest for a little bit, like rest and relax, like turn it off, you know, because the more you work against it, there's this pressure. There's this, it becomes increasingly harder to do the things that you want to do. Like if I wanted to read at that time, it's it's just not going to happen. The, the information doesn't stick. The focus isn't there. It's really difficult. So the the important learning lesson in here is if you take this quiz and you discover that you're a bear and you've been experiencing this midday crash and and you've been trying all these things to try and avoid it or you just don't understand it or maybe you already embrace it. Maybe you take short naps and, and you're golden for the rest of the day. Um, just that it's normal. It's a normal occurrence. And... It is within us to relax or to take a short nap to actually get the most out of the rest of our day because as I'm describing this gradual peak in energy for the bear and then this hard dip in the middle of the day, we also get another second wind at night, um, which is very interesting because, again, after I understood to embrace that dip, I've been getting more out of my day. And it really happened the last semester that I was at school as I would relax and just fall into the dip, whether I took a short nap or I was just really relaxed working on some deep breathing exercises at that time, and I'm not trying to eat, I'm not trying to don't drink caffeine, you know, don't do anything that's going to work against your your body's natural way of operating. I would find myself coming out of those, those dips and out of those periods and instances of re- deep relaxation to feeling very energized again, almost to to the degree that I was earlier in the day. Um, and I was able to get more work done. I'm able to finish assignments with, with, with mental focus and clarity and, you know, read more and feel more motivated and just really get the most out of my day. And so that's something that I just want to share today because I feel like that was really important. And I'm speaking mostly about the bear chronotype and and we're already, you know, 15 and a half minutes into this. And, you know, this just goes to show that there's a lot more. There's a lot of chronotypes. There's, you know, I'm talking about biology, physiology, and I'll go into that more about what's really happening underneath the surface. But the point is, is I've had these personal experiences and intuitive guidance that were helping me make micro adjustments that were beneficial and some that were harmful. I wasn't making the right decisions around that midday dip where if most of our society if most of society is a bear chronotype and they're not working 
with the dip and they're working against their bodies, then that means most of us have a lot of improvements that we could make, right? And so I'm going to stop here today. This is just getting into this, and this is just experimenting with the video. This is trying to continue to produce content for the podcast. And I'm just really excited because there's a lot more we can talk about. And maybe before the next one gets published, I'm hoping that people can go to thepowerofwhenquiz.com and take the quiz that was developed by a clinical psychologist, uh, Dr. Michael Bruce. He's uh, the one that wrote the book. Maybe discover what your chronotype is. And as we continue talking about them, um, we can learn more and more about ourselves and from each other and really start to take actionable steps to improve our sleep hygiene and improve our overall health and wellness. So until then, I, I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope that through my personal story and through starting to get into the science and the literature that there was something that maybe piqued your interest, maybe some information that changed your mindset, and we'll continue from here next time. So thank you, and until then, take care.